there. Hello, hello. Welcome to Common Sense Fitness. My name's Dave. I'm Erin, and this is the show where we talk about health, fitness, and well-being. We take away the hype, and we talk about how to take a common sense approach. Good times. Good times. Welcome back to the studio. Quick question. Yes. What were you doing in the year 2000? The year 2000, I had just come back from my first year in Australia as a high school exchange student. So I was Mm -hmm. back in the US and probably just making my parents' life miserable, to be quite honest. I was not impressed to be back there. (laughs) So in my last year of high school and just mm, not loving life. Were you you a rebellious teen? Uh, No, I was a very good teen. And then when I got back, I was like, I know better than all of you guys. And y'all are stupid. And me, 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 me. Fair enough. I was probably not delightful. Do you have any memories of 2000? As far as I had severe anxiety about Y2K because I was only 10 at the time. I was, I vividly recall standing at midnight on my aunt's balcony in Sydney, watching the fireworks being like, this is it, man. The world <laughs> has ended. Little did I know that was, was going to happen 20 years later. Yeah, right. 20, <laughs> it wasn't going to happen in 2000. They were the good days. The, yeah, right. Back in the day. Um, yeah, no, nothing really jumps out. I guess I was, I was in Australia for that still. So I went back mid January of 2000. Mm. Um, yeah, just no. high school. Do you remember like the whole Y2K hype? Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Norton, yeah. Norton, uh, Y2K. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much money they made off that. There was that program. Yeah. That, uh, oh, man. they said would, would been resolve fortune. the clock issue. Oh jeez. <laughs> speaking of technology. That brings us through to today's topic. Oh, it does indeed. It does nice bring segue. us. I know. I'm going to make any good at segue. <laughs> I watched a video about the fall of segue as well the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. The literal or figurative? The literal segue of like <laughs> why hoverboards and segways didn't take off. Uh, I think people just decided they were too dangerous. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, something else that wasn't around in 2000 apart from uh, uh, um, well, along with my anxiety around Y2K was Instagram and other mm. social media platforms. I'm just going to keep diving into this. Do when, it. Um, when, when did you first become aware of social media? I am a late adopter to everything, mm-hmm. everything. By design? So, um, You're like a wait and, wait I am and, a wait and see. Kind of. Yeah, I want to kind of suss out what everybody thinks about it. Yeah. Um, consequently, all of my friends were on Facebook probably five years before I was. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I don't want that. Did and you ever do Friendster, Bebo, any of those? Not really. I think I had a MySpace that MySpace. I never uh, that I never actually did anything with. I yeah. just created it and then it was like, then I don't. MSN, AOL? AOL, a little bit. I-C-R-I-R-C, yeah, AOL. AOL, yeah. Logging off and on again so that people saw that you come off and online again to get people's attention. Um. Yeah, right. Uh, Instagram, not that long ago, probably 2017 Yeah. ish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually, I now you say that I fought Instagram for a long time. I just didn't understand it from uh, just the appeal of it more Neither. than anything. Until yeah. I, I did exactly the same thing with TikTok until last year during the lockdown. Um, became addicted. Not on it. Don't. Just I'm not don't going do it. to. I had, I've literally had to uninstall it. I'm too old. It, 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 <laughs> oh. And it's just this um, uh, this uh, discrepancy between my consciousness and unconsciousness. Mm. Me being like, this is so dumb. You are 
quite literally wasting hours. Like, I kid you not, I'll be there. Oh, Some days you're like, oh, hours, right? Where the hell did the last two uh-huh. and a half hours go? Um, yeah, and then the other monkey brain going, oh, this is fun, stimulation, no. stimulation. <laughs> so when, when they talk about the algorithm, they ain't lying. Oh, no, it's they are very definitely real. not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, interestingly, I have found that I, these days, much prefer Instagram mm-hmm. to Facebook, much. Um, I think I've been able to curate it, if you what, can say that. So, what, what consumes your Instagram feed? Uh, dogs and food, mostly. Um, and my Facebook is just full of ads now, first mm. of all, um, and just kind of people whinging about political systems and the unfairness of life, which look, I totally agree with on many levels, but I, I just, I don't need that yeah. constant drain yeah. basically. Right. And yeah. And I think I've really, I've actually really tried to avoid, I have a separate Instagram for work that I don't actually use at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is full of all the fitness sort of stuff. Yep. And I hate looking at it. Yeah. So that brings us directly, directly. to today's point or today's topic, which is about Fitstagrams. Mm. I use that term broadly. It could apply across any social media platform, but I feel like the concept of a, um, a Fitstagram has just become synonymous with Instagram, given its visual format. That's just generally how it seems to roll. So. Yeah. Um, if you're unsure of what a, a Fitstagram is, it's, it doesn't have to be exclusive, but very often people who sit within the fitness space, um, quote unquote, fitness space or, or have a good body or something like that, mm. will have an account or it might be their primary account, which is just a lot of imagery posted about them or other people or groups of people where everyone's just looking amazing the whole time. Generally white people mm, with six packs, yep. young white people with, uh, well, I was doing research for this. So I obviously am in the health and fitness space um, for my work and some of my Instagram feed absolutely is fitness related due to, you know, companies and people that I follow. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk about this today is I've I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, man, this is just so dumb. It feels it so is. toxic. and It's um, not real. It is not real. The I just look at the grid and I'm like, just all of these bodies and people that are putting out content. This is a very tricky issue because it's not to put down anyone who's done a lot to their body or you know, who has put in some hard work. But we'll dive into this deeper later on. I still think there's an air of... Um, sometimes disordered behavior oh at, yeah at, at different entry points yeah um and just as a society we tend to praise people with a certain look over others that don't even though they might sh- actually share common traits and issues further down the line yeah so and i think there's a i think there's a big difference between being working hard and being proud of what you've achieved and kind of flaunting it Mm. and i think that's what is the turnoff to me is the flaunting it's not it's not necessary right um and i I don't think for most people it's particularly helpful to me the constant here's my bikini shot here's my bikini shot Mm -hmm. here's my bikini shot is just it's it's the visual equivalent of bragging yeah and is not a particularly delightful trait probably for most people to no. have shoved in their face all the time. No, it's not. And um, 
as we were as prepping for this episode, I really wanted to just re- again recognize the duality of it. That yeah, of course, I posted a few photos where I'm like, oh, I look really good in this lighting. Um, but it is, I think, that constant onslaught to a point where it um, becomes something that people really idolize in an unrealistic way. Mm. I, th- I think that is probably the crux of my issue with it is that it is so saturated, the body images that are presented to us, that yep. people genuinely think that is like the minimum viable product for a body. Well, as you say, it's all one look, isn't yeah. it? There is no, it's not particularly, well, it's not at all representative no. of the general population. And yet if you walked into any gym, yeah, what are you going to see? Eh, mostly not that. Yeah. And I think that's really, I think it's really disheartening for a lot of people. Um, it is. I'm never going to look like that. And I actually generally pretty much like the way I look. I look mm-hmm. strong and I look fit and I feel capable. And that's ultimately what matters the most to me. But if I look at all of those girls looking super hot, I'm like, oh, well, that's not me. Yeah. It, You're kind of the maybe the target for this episode or both you and me yeah. realizing we can intellectually recognize we can functionally do what we want to do. We're eating generally fairly healthy. We don't have any major health risks because of our, our lifestyle choices. Um, however, there's still that little part sometimes when you see this imagery, you're like, Oh, okay. right. yeah. And imagine if you didn't have a background in, I mean, I think we're, I think you and I are both extraordinarily lucky in that we've had the, the time and the freedom to pursue these things and to get good at them and to learn what it means to be fit and what to do to be fit and strong and, and feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have that background, if you haven't had the opportunity to learn those skills and to learn how that feels, God, I can imagine that would feel to be presented with that imagery constantly would feel Mm -hmm. so much worse. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. So, um, let's just press forward through this because I think we'll loop all around and get get back to things. (laughs) But, um, yeah, the first thing was really, um, trying to identify the patterns and Mm. identify maybe how you're, how you react to them as well. Um, if you are being saturated or bombarded with this type of content and you're going, this is, um, you know, question, can it be aspirational? I think it can. Yeah. I'd agree with you. And this is the, this is going to sound like we're contradicting ourselves the whole time, but there can be a certain element of aspiration around things. It's trying to negotiate that line with yourself Mm -hmm. and, and dropping in reality and going, really almost taking an inward look instead of going, look, you know, how can I look like X, Y, Z? How can I do X, Y, Z? Yeah. Yeah. And for me, that's one of the it's big the doing, things, right? Not the looking. Yeah. It's uh, the things that I do enjoy looking at on social media are people doing things it, like really phenomenal athletic feats. People who, somebody who can do a muscle up without just making it look effortless yeah. and flip over that bar and, or do a backflip. Oh my God. It's one of my life goals. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. If they happen to look amazing while they do it, awesome. Yeah. If they don't, who cares? They're still doing a freaking backflip. That's exactly it. Yeah. So I think that stripping that back mm-hmm. um, can be the first thing to to really do. And maybe this has something to do, you know, with my own development as well. And maybe why I have pursued things that 
typically are more on the endurance end of things, you know, as a form of a fat child and the baggage that I carry with this. So I say that knowing that there is extreme baggage in, in everyone, in every place yeah. that they've started from, um, which again, we'll talk about <laughs> later on um, and how that really manifests in people's behavior. And I think all I'm trying to say from the outset here is if we can um, stop looking at other people. Yeah. If we can just worry, one of my mantras is just, you know, uh, I get more satisfaction and happy with what my body can do rather than um, necessarily how it looks. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Things like uh, activities like powerlifting, you know, that's probably a good example. Um, I know a few powerlifters who... And this is by no means a list of things you should or should not be doing. <laughs> Ultimately, you should be doing what makes you happy. Um, but I, uh, powerlifting can be one of those sports where people go, oh, you really don't look very fit at all. Oh, and yeah. And they'll pick up an insane amount of weight. And Absolutely. that's very functional go- very functional for them being like, well, I can do this thing. Um, but I don't necessarily look like, um, you know, got, got the six pack and a gym board. Sometimes they do but sometimes they don't. It's just a different type of muscle and how it behaves in different ways. So, Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> it all comes down to what you want, right? Really, and, you know, and what feels good. It really does. We'll continue to kind of pick this apart. The reason I guess that I'm so pressed about this is just knowing in my own personal life, in my friends, in people I know, how many issues on both ends of the scale exist. People, for some reason in society, being, um, in air quotes, overweight, too fat, whatever is a bad thing, but being thin and having, you know, a six pack and a big butt and boobs is, is a good, is like praised. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people on the other end of that spectrum who suffer massively with disordered eating and, that just goes totally un, un, unnoticed under the radar because they sort of sit in that space of like, oh, it's okay to be thin, but as long as you're not fat. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. So trying to recognize that both – neither of those are helpful. No. Like trying to say someone you're too fat, someone else you're too thin, it's like they're both unhelpful depending on where people have come from. And you don't know people. You don't know their journey. That's right. It's so true. Or what they're currently working with. You never or, know. Yeah. It can be so damaging when we start to really chime in either on ourselves too hard or on other people. So my rule of thumb is just never say anything. Yeah. Okay? Unless – Yeah. I think that's a safe bet. Just – don't go for anything like you just don't need to comment on other people or you know say you know you're looking really thin or you know you're really bulking up or stuff like that because i i do believe to a certain degree even people in in bodybuilding or um those types of practices there is still a certain disordered behavior from a oh well i mean i think especially if you're competitive and i understand that that this the behavior is it, it's the means to an end as mm-hmm. a competitive figure athlete, mm-hmm. um, but it is compared to normal, not normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I think most of them would also admit that and yeah. recognize that. But yeah, I think um, I, I think you're absolutely right. We don't do anybody any favors by praising that or commenting on the visuals, the aesthetics of things. Mm. Um, I know for me, I've, I've really 
for years and years tried to, when I'm working with clients, really focus on you did a great job with that lift. Um, you know, occasionally people will come in and I'll be like, dang, they really have lost some weight. And I don't mind commenting on that depending on, you know, there's a, an element of personal situation, yes, but, yeah, um, is. you know, I think too, there's you so can, much nuance to all this. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think, and I think you can comment occasionally something like that. I had a guy come in the other day who, he came in, I hadn't seen him in a couple of weeks and I was like, dang, you really, you're looking really fit. Mm. Um, and he's been working his butt off it literally and figuratively as it turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't feel quite so bad saying that mm-hmm. it's not about, because it's not about the weight loss. It's yeah. about the, that effort that you've put in. And, and you also knew his goals and yeah, we're, we're on that. And yeah. Yeah. But it's not so objective. Yeah. Yeah. It, from a, you know, I guess from a broad cultural perspective, there's no judgment no, in that. No. I'm trying to remove that judgment. Mm. So I've just kind of laid all that on the table now. Uh, it is a very touchy and awkward subject. <laughs> it's, and it's so, there's so many nuances on so many levels. Um, but I think it it's just, it's, I got to a point where I now just consciously have to say to myself, if I find myself falling into that rabbit hole of maybe feeling dissatisfaction with a certain part of my body, which I firmly believe everybody does. I absolutely think so. Yeah. And I think this is part of how I deal with it or how I deal with the whole situation is knowing that absolutely everybody, there's probably a couple of people in the world. um, (laughs) Everyone's got something they're not happy with. And what they do with that is kind of their own vibe. And what I mean by that is if people, I don't know about you, but for me, like if someone wants to get plastic surgery, go off. Like, Oh, absolutely. absolutely. If it's going to make you. you happier, if it's yeah. going to improve your, your um, quality of life, if you want to do anything like that, like it, that's for you to make that decision, not for other people to enforce it on you. I think the dangerous thing happens when people feel pressure because of the social media. And I do think that is the crux of it, right? Is that you're we're getting there. We're, yeah, we're getting yeah. to the point. Meandering here, around it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you're kind of, you're almost not making your own decisions. Like yeah. I think often we think that we are, but there's so much of that subconscious mm-hmm. and you know, we're tribal creatures really. So we want to be like everyone around us. And if what we see as everyone around us happens to be all the people on our, on the feed. Well, we're still going to want to identify with that and be like that because yeah. there's safety in that. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to theoretically se- safety. in that. <laughs> it's just trying to separate that monkey brain. From, Absolutely. From realities of life and, and trying to do things for your own health and mental health and for well-being as well of yeah um not trying to buy too much into that yeah because it is a slippery slope to go from what seems like healthy behavior into something that is actually it will make you very unwell it, it absolutely is so i think the more yeah, you, you can just start to bring the focus into yourself what you can do um how you can find yourself environments where people are aligned with your goals yep. as well um and celebrate that i i think that uh, you know, we both work in the health and fitness industry. There is still a insane lack of representation. Massive. Through um, ethnic backgrounds, people of color, race, gender, orientation, mm-hmm. um, beliefs, everything else. This, this, we're trying to work towards it as an industry. I think a lot of it comes from 
a marketing point of view, unfortunately, still. Probably, but if that's what it needs exactly. to be to drive it, that is okay. That we'll is, take it. I agree with that. Um, so I'd say if you're finding yourself, if you've got a bit of fuel and fire and you're finding yourself the outlier, try and be that representation because you don't know what you're representing to other people. Oh, um, God, yeah. You know, I'm so lucky to work with groups of other uh, people who we get to stand on stage in front of people all the time and I'm thrilled when we have such a diverse team of people who represent a a bunch of ages genders abilities mobilities color orientation age is probably actually another one that really flies under the radar oh massively yeah um there's a lot of ageism in in fitness there's a lot of ageism in life unfortunately really (laughs) Um, You're very true. But but yeah, but I think it's exceptionally visible slash invisible in fitness. Yes. Yes, it is. So trying to to be a leader um, in your own way and kind of Mm. dancing to the beat of your own drum, I think, can be really helpful. It takes a lot of strength to do that. So if you can find yourself in a space where you're supported to do that, then I think that's going to help you create a better mental health journey for you for sure and i think it's important to note too that you can do that quietly you don't have to be looking for the spotlight in order no. to be that representative you can just exist and do the things go that the are good thing. for you yeah and just don't try and be somebody else i think that's ultimately well to me that's ultimately what it is it's just you do you yeah that sounds like a really wise thing to do <laughs> huh? That was just a a, 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 a brain co- dump. It was just a brain dump. <laughs> and it's something, maybe I'll come back into this episode later and we'll redo it when I have a more structured thing. But it was a brain dump as, and it's almost me talking to myself, to be honest with you. Well, we all need it. We I all think. need it. Just going, recognize that what is presented to us on social media just isn't reality. Yeah. Um, and you'll even see those pictures on there of like, Here's me in normal lighting. Here's me in mm. perfect gym lighting. You can even see it right there in front of you, but um, our brain doesn't always, you know, we just believe what's in front of us. Absolutely. So it's so easy to get caught into that vortex. So if, if this is something you're sort of struggling with, um, if you're really struggling with it, please seek appropriate mental health uh, attention as well. Like, you know, if, if you're having some big struggles with this, um, see someone. Um about it but if you're looking to take steps to maybe distance yourself from it i you know try getting off some of those platforms for a while see how you feel about it go outside do something else yeah absolutely try and and, yeah if you find you're really missing those platforms i've got some good advice recently from somebody else too go and follow a bunch of people who are not you yeah there you go go and follow those people of color the different genders different orientations whether that's in the fitness space or not it's going to give you a insight into a very different world and i think that does nothing but broaden ourselves so that's a great i thought it was really cool yeah yeah i'm so i'm kind of slowly building my list of not me this it's really interesting i mean that can be the new instagram trend maybe not minster (laughs) not me insta one way you're following people who aren't you yeah yeah all right, well, um, after that episode, thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to stay healthy the common sense way, like, follow, and subscribe to the show wherever you find your podcast. It's goodbye from me. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.